Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Rick and Morty Season 5. Now there's been a lot of drama surrounding this show and many other projects with Justin Roiland. I'm not going to talk about it because it has nothing to do with the show directly besides the voice of Rick and Morty. To be honest, he, from the articles I've been doing, reading, and ever since then, all the stuff coming out, he hasn't really had a whole lot of creative input on the actual writing of the show, only being involved with maybe a few episodes when the writing-wise, apparently he's a real pain in the ass to work with, trying to get him just to do the voice things, he's always goofing off, and all that shit, so maybe this show will run a bit more smoothly in terms of the process without him, so I got no fucking clue. I don't really care, um, and yeah, I don't know enough about whatever fucking situation is going on with his crazy shit to really give a fuck about it or really tell you about it, so that's pretty much all I'm going to say about it, so if anyone asks, I don't care. Um, after the somewhat disappointing previous season, I had high hopes for this one because the ending of the last season was pretty strong. This season does start strong with the episode of Mort Dinner Rick Andre, including Rick's arch archenemy, Mr. Nimbus, and essentially ending the crush that Morty has has on Jessica, with her becoming very 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 much a different character within the episode, her being trapped in this time paradox, essentially becoming uh, a time god, as she jokes about. And it's just a goofy character, and I thought it was kind of funny. The, the only thing I don't really care for is how, like, you know, Beth and Jerry want to have a threesome with them. I was like, cool, this is funny because sex? That was probably the only thing I thought was kind of stupid. Uh, yeah. The third episode was also a good character episode for the two main characters, especially Morty. His relationship with Plain and Tina is one of the better relationships that the show develops. Feeling like an answer to the episode where Rick rekindled his relationship with Unity. Plus, I thought the whole fucking... Uh, party rave that uh, Summer and Rick were going through was was pretty entertaining. It was, it was kind of funny. And I kind of like episodes where Summer and Rick kind of get to interact. It adds more development to her character, which she doesn't normally get a whole lot of some of the time. Usually just being like, hey, Summer, you're the competent one. Go do something for me. That's usually what Rick uses her for. Which I kind of like how she does stuff, and she she's one of the better characters, in my opinion, now. Another great episode of the season is when Rick saves his friend Bird Person. Um, obviously, kind of saving his corpse from the explosion in the last season. He's been trying to save his buddy since. You get to see what some of the stuff they got up to. And that was kind of cool. Seeing a bit of backstory of how Rick and Bird Person became friends. Eventually, he saves him. But Bird Person leaves after realizing that Rick only told him of his lost daughter as a last resort. And he had no intentions of telling him if he didn't need to. Hoping that they would hang out and do stuff and, you know, go on adventures again. However, this season has the worst episode of all of Rick and Morty. Rick Dependence Spray. That's the episode where Rick accidentally makes giant sperm monsters that are Morty's sperm. Because Morty used the machine at the horse hospital to extract their sperm, to extract his sperm. And, uh, yeah. And Rick bought a barrel of it to make experiments, thinking he was buying horse semen. But no, it was in fact mixed with Morty's. Because, don't forget, he's a teenager and he's a sexual fucking deviant. <laughs> So, with the giant sperm attacking the U.S., the government makes a giant egg. One of Summer's eggs, after she gave an idea like, 
what is what what is sperm trying to look for? They're looking for eggs. So why don't we just you know make a take an egg and fucking make it huge, and then I'm sure that'll attract them. And then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah let's take that idea and say it, pretend it's mine. Uh, so they make they make the giant egg and lure the monsters monsters to it, and then they're gonna launch it into space. But when they find out it would be an incest baby, they try to stop it. But the nice sperm monster that Rick not Rick uh, Mo- that Morty befriended uh, tricks them and impregnates the egg. And now that it's a life, the president refuses to abort it because it's, it's part of the election cycle. So now they have a giant space incest baby. Between Morty and Summer. Morty and Summer have a child. That's. It's not okay. Now don't get me wrong. I loved Game of Thrones. I still kind of do. I, I still kind of love Game of Thrones. Except for that shitty ass ending. And you know incest is, a, is part of that show. But I will not accept it in Rick and Morty. Okay. That is fucking weird. And I do not like it. I'm pretty sure this was a response to all the internet content of the adult variety of the show. Um, but, you know, do we really need to do that? Was it really that funny of a joke to try and fucking, you know, make a joke about all that crazy shit or, you know, try to make fun of them? Because it doesn't feel that way. It didn't need to happen, especially some, especially when it comes back in multiple episodes, even getting named Naruto in a later one. What the fuck? Why would they let that happen? Why did you let this happen, Dan Harmon? Why did you, why'd you let it happen? We didn't need this to happen, okay? I don't want it. I don't like that it's still here. It even shows up in season six. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 How does it also survive in space? Is my other question. Is this a giant human baby that's somehow surviving in space? <laughs> it's... How is it alive? It's still a human. I don't understand. The season does have a strong finish, though. Being one of my favorite season finales. The only one I've liked more was season two's. It also concludes the Evil Morty storyline. You come to find out that what Rick uh, Rick shows showed in the Brainalyzer was his actual backstory. His wife, wife and child being killed by that Rick that was Morty's Rick... Before he took over his universe finding out that he took his universe in hopes that he would one day return so that he may kill him it also reveals that rick helped create the citadel ricks hoping that rick uh, hoping that the rick he's looking for would be easier to find it also showed that the citadel of ricks created their own control of the, of the universes creating an infinite number of universes where they are the smartest man in the universe always with a morty causing the pairing of uh, jerry and beth it also ends with the destruction of the citadel and evil morty winning in the end and getting to getting to leave by traveling to universes outside of the rick controlled ones yeah a ton of ricks and mortys get fucking obliterated in this episode uh essentially evil morty makes this new uh teleporter gun it's even yellow and the, the goo and shit it's pretty cool i liked it I thought it was pretty interesting, and it, it was an interesting conclusion to a villain that isn't technically a villain to them. He's evil because he wants to be f- free of Rick and his, the oppression that Rick has caused on all of them in his own creation, which I thought it was very interesting, and I, I liked that canon idea. I think the idea of that is really interesting, and you know, I was I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I 
I had some pretty, I had some, there's some fun moments in this season. I think it's better than season four overall, even with Rick and Morty's worst episode. And you know, my rating went down a couple points uh, because of that, uh, a point or two because of that episode. Because that shit was god awful. But it had a lot of high highs. And I, I, I had fun. And it reminded me a little bit of the of Rick and Morty of old. Especially uh, the first couple episodes. And you know a couple episodes towards the finale. It, it, it felt very much like. You know they were trying to go back to basics a little. Until they did that fucking incest baby in the middle of the season. Why did you, why did you need to do that? You did not need to do that at all. So, Yeah. Overall I give this season a 7 out of 10. I think it's a good season. I would have given it, you know, like maybe an eight or a nine at the most. Maybe if they did something else, then they didn't do that fucking stupid ass incest baby. Who knows what kind of episode we could have got? Could have could have made me go in eight or ten. I got no way, not not, uh, not a ten, eight or a nine. But yeah, uh, you never know. So yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I reviewed the previous four seasons of Rick and Morty. I've also reviewed all kinds of other movies, TV shows, and anime. So if you check that out, that's highly appreciated. Also, you should drop a follow over to Vapid Streaming through. That way you get a notification when I post a review. Also, I stream on Twitch, ER underscore Quacker 66. You want to get to know me, you want to talk to me, you want to recommend me a movie, TV show, or anime to watch, you want to tell me you disagree with an opinion of mine. That's completely fair, and that's where you can do it. So thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend.